Welcome to 18 Minutes, a podcast about books, films, and comics. My name is Alex. This is episode number seven. Actually, I have a couple of announcements to make. This is episode number seven of the 18 Minutes podcast, but my first episode with my new Android phone. But it is a continuation of my original 18 Minutes podcast. So that's one special announcement. Another one is uh, today is the birthday, 81, 81st birthday of one of my heroes, Dave Keon of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Born in 1940, March 22nd, 1940, same year as my mom. I hope you live to be 100, Dave, just like I hope my mom lives to be 100 or more. Born in Naranda, Quebec, played at St. Michael's Majors here in Toronto, Catholic school, and played for the Toronto Maple Leafs for 15 years. Was captain for five or six years, won four Stanley Cups. Great player. I'll never forget the day I got my first Dave Key on hockey card, 1970 on my way home. The Opeachy card, it had a yellow light backdrop, and there he was in his blue jersey, blue uniform, blue and white. I think I jumped off the sidewalk two feet. Um, A David who slew many Goliaths in the NHL. I remember reading uh, and listening to Red Fisher of the Montreal Star once talk about Keon. He said he killed the Canadians many times, the Montreal Canadians, back in the 1960s and early 70s. But just a great player. He played the game with his head and his heart as well as with his stick and skates, both ends of the ice. Wonderful skater, great skater. But yeah, Dave Keon. Thank you, Dave, for some of my most cherished memories of my childhood and youth. And um, I wish you lots of health. And um, also, I'd like to talk about a topic that is also special to me and that has something to do with... uh, Keon and other hockey stars as well. That's hockey writing, sports writing. And a gentleman passed away a few years ago who was another hero, uh, a few a few weeks ago, excuse me, who um, was also a hero of mine. And growing up, a lot of kids loved Bobby Orr. And we all know Bobby was one of the greatest players ever and, and uh, a real hero, a, a gentleman of, of the game, a great talent. But growing up, my hero after Dave Keon was Frank Orr of the Toronto Star. Frank Orr, who covered the the Leafs hockey beat for the Star. So uh, he passed away um, a few weeks ago, and uh, I believe he was in his 80s. And I met him a few years ago, and it was a real treat. And Frank Orr had a, a wonderful way with words, loved... Uh, how with just a few words uh, and just the right amount of garnish, he would uh, he would give you a sense of a player and his ability and his state of being and how he played in the game and how significant that game was or that play was or how he stood out in a certain way. He just had a way. He could both be succinct. He could cut to the chase of something with real deftness with his writing, 
but then he would en enrich it with his adjectives. It just had a way about him that um, his writing, and he was a huge influence on both um, my appreciation and knowledge of the game and, and on writing. He was, uh, I would say that at that time, being 13, 14, he was Hemingway with his short stories, especially A Clean, Well-Lighted Place, which I've talked about in a previous uh, podcast. And Frank Orr's uh, hockey writing were a huge influence on me and on my reading and 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 writing. And um, so thank you very much, Mr. Orr. He was I miss that um, that era. He, he covered. He started covering the Leafs in the early '60s. I was before my time. I was uh, I was I was born in the early '60s, so I wasn't reading him then. I came to read him in the 1970s, in the early and mid and late 1970s through the '80s. But the 70s was big for me with Frank Orr. And I remember um, on my way home from school, uh, getting off the bus, and uh, just before uh, just before arriving at home, I would pop into a local variety store, and I would pick up my Tron, a copy of the uh, Toronto Star, and I couldn't wait to, to get home to read Frank Orr. So... Yeah, that, that was a, a special ritual as m that memory of Keon and, and the finding Keon in the pack of hockey cards was uh, a special moment. So uh, wonderful childhood memories and memories of my youth and uh, very Canadian, I would say. Um, and so Frank Orr, he started covering the Leafs in the early 60s and he was the beat writer for them throughout and then he... In the 1970s, I believe he had his, his column. He was following in the footsteps of people like Red Burnett and Milt Dunnell and Jim Proudfoot. Just old school guys, old school writers. And um, yes, I, and I also very much enjoyed his, uh, his color commentary on Leaf uh, broadcasts. I thought they were, they were wonderful. They were, he had a real sense of humor about him and uh, out had a real gift with words um, and uh, really I think one of the finest hockey writers I've ever I've ever read one of the finest sports writers I've ever read uh, a man who had a, a special influence on me so rest in peace Mr. Warren thank you very much for many years of wonderful uh, wonderful uh, writing and reading on, on my part thank you and um, he was part of an era Two other people come to mind, um, Scott Young of the Global Mail and Dick Beddoes also of the Global Mail. I met Mr. Beddoes as well. I used to call in his uh, radio show on CFRB and talk hockey and whatnot. And uh, I remember when I was working part-time at, at Smith Books, I asked him to uh, come in one day and send copies of his book. And he was gracious and came in, and we had a wonderful conversation about hockey over coffee. And uh, again, a guy who loved hockey, loved the game, loved the writing about it, uh, who appreciated other writers as well, like Orr and like Scott Young and like Rex McLeod. So it was fun, fun uh, uh, reading and listening to him. He was uh, quite a quite a character, bombastic um, at times. Uh, where the fedora that he wore, and he had a way of uh, of being quite a public personality about him. 
And uh, you could say that if New York had uh, people like uh, Walter Winchell, Toronto had Dick Beddoes. Uh, but it's just, uh, it was another era, it was another time. Uh, those guys were real. I don't know. The, the writers of another time had something to them, the sports writers, and writers in general, I would say, probably. But, um, you know, we have some good podcasts today. Uh, there's the Leaf Hour podcast with uh, Bunkus and Ennis, and I think those guys do a good job. Uh, there's the 31 podcast with uh, Elliot Friedman, who's a good reporter, and Jeff Merrick, who's a good broadcaster. There's the Athletic Podcast with James Myrtle, who, who's, who's a good writer, and Joe Siegel. Um, and uh, there's the blog that Howard Berger does, which, is, which I think is a good blog. Uh, and there's, there's writers that I like very much, like Cathal Kelly of the Global Mail, who writes well on soccer as well. And David Festchuk of the Toronto Star, and Terry Koshin of the Toronto Sun, uh, James Bernal, I've, I've mentioned these, these are these are good people, and in our media of today, I I enjoy them very much. I I love reading them and listening to them, following them, and their views. Uh, but I really miss those old school guys. You just uh, like I say, it was another era. Um, they gave you a sense of of the rink and and the the uh, dressing room and an interview there and how the game went and the pivotal moments of a game and aspects of a player and his performance that just um you know today uh, these guys are good that i've mentioned so i i recommend them to everyone anyone who is listening but so many others today they just sound like fans and they could barely string a sen sentence together and i just um I don't know. It's not the same thing for me. So um, it's kind of ironic that in the age of uh, media and information, uh, I miss uh, the old school guys who uh, who knew how to put pen to paper. But anyways, um, so yes, Frank Orr, Dick Beddoes, another gentleman I want to mention is Scott Young of the Globe and Mail, who also did hockey broadcasts on Hockey Night in Canada and was also the father of Neil Young. I believe he moved to Ireland at one point during his life. Uh, I know he, he wrote about other topics as well. I believe history, perhaps the war, I forget. But uh, he wrote a wonderful book uh, which chronicled the Leaf season in 1963. Uh, they had won the Stanley Cup in 62. They finished in first place in 63. And then they won the Cup again that year in 63. And he chronicled that year for them. And he was talking about their defense. And I remember reading that book uh, in my school library and just being enthralled as a boy. And uh, yeah, I think the best way to find their work is if you could come across something online or... Uh, at a secondhand bookshop, maybe a sports section at a secondhand bookshop or something on the table. Or probably the best bet would be any sale that a public library does or the reference library downtown Toronto or some, some Canadian city, any Canadian city. Um, you'll, there's a good chance you will come across their work there. Some of the, you know, their books from the 60s and 70s and 80s and stuff. 
So, um, yeah, I, I recommend them highly. Frank Orr, rest in peace, Mr. Orr. Thank you very much for uh, some, some fond memories and wonderful reading. And Scott Young and Dick Beddows as well, whom, whom I met. I wish I'd met Scott Young. And uh, Dave Keon, my hockey hero. And uh, this was podcast number seven of 18 Minutes. Thank you very much, Anchor FM, and thank you for listening. Thank you.